Hello, beautiful souls. This is Terry, and together with Tammy and Lauren, we bring you Perfectly Flawed. And I thought I would take the time I have right now doing nothing, sitting in a hospital room, to talk to you about that very subject, hospitals. So how many of you have had a hospital stay recently? And when you did, what was your experience? What kind of food did they serve you? Was it okay with you? Did you think it was good? You know, sometimes we're okay with eating stuff that's not good for us. And sometimes that's okay because everything in moderation. However, when you are going through a health crisis, when you are trying to get well, the last thing that I want to see in your mouth is high fructose corn syrup. I mean, honestly. We're not all in the dark ages. We're all pretty smart. And we know that that is not good for us. So why are we feeding it to people who are already battling an illness? Why are we not looking to food to start the healing process? Well, how about if we go with part of my opinion, although that's really not what we're here for, but I think it's because It's cheaper. The almighty dollar. When are we going to learn that our health is more important than the almighty dollar? When are we going to learn that people need to be surrounded by love, good food, beautiful healing modalities, no electronics, no stupid computer, in the hospital room. Take those things out. You don't need that in here. I want to see utopia. Let's call it like it is. When you are healing, you need a utopia. You need somewhere that's comfortable. You need somewhere that's sterile, let's say. You know, we do need to be careful about that. Sometimes there are reasons why we have to be sterile. But it doesn't mean that it can't be comfortable. And it doesn't mean that we cannot devote our money and time to food sources that will help heal the body, that will help aid in the healing process. Unless, unless of course we're being greedy and we're not using the money on that kind of thing because we're being greedy because we're lining our pockets. Yeah, I said it. Because we're lining our pockets. When money becomes more important than people's health, we are a problem. And we are in a serious problem right now, people. A serious problem. And as I sit here and I listen to the voices of the hundreds of people who've gone before us and their pain and their trials and their tribulations that I can hear yelling in my head, I know that this is part of the big problem. So... I started it live. I'm going to be speaking out. And it's okay if you don't agree with me. That's fine. But more and more and more of us are gathering. And we do believe that there is a better way. That we were all medicine women and men before. And that it is within us to heal ourselves. It is within us. We know how to do it. But that is being taken away because we're allowing it, because we want the easy fix, 
because we wanted an easier way. Well, guess what? Easier way got a delivery last night in the hospital room of hot water and a packet of chicken bouillon. That's despicable. I would love to see the bill and the price tag on that hot water and chicken bouillon. I really would. That's just one of the many things that I'm going to learn after all of this craziness. After everything that I've witnessed, it's all going to come out. What was that my friend said? Oh, yeah, the book. Wait till you hear the name. Yeah, pretty sure it's going to be pretty good. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to like it. But most of all, it's going to get the word out that we are no longer okay with the status quo, that we are no longer looking to someone with a degree to tell us what is correct for our body, that we need to start looking to our own bodies, that we need to start looking to our own minds. No more of this letting somebody else be in charge of it so we can blame them when it goes wrong. No. Take charge of your body. Tell the doctor what you want to do. I'm not a doctor, but I know my body. So when it comes to my body, when it comes to my family, you can bet your ass I'm going to advocate because I know them better than anyone else because I spend every single day with them. What doctor do you know that spends more than 15, 20 minutes with you? Maybe an hour if you're really, really, really blessed and you can afford a naturopath because, of course, that's not covered by our insurance. But if you can afford a naturopath, they'll spend time with you because they want to know your name, your mom's name, your sister's name. They even want to welcome your family in so that they can talk to them too, so that they can get a better picture of what your lifestyle is like, so that they can know if they say to you, hey, Mr. Gowans, please change your food. And you look at them and say, there's no way I'm going to do that. Find something that's going to work for me because I'm not going to do that. Most doctors don't even want to hear that. They're not going to stop to even listen as to whether or not you're going to do it. Here you go. Here's what I want you to do because I'm the doctor and you should listen to me. No regard to what you might do, what you might want to do. It's really, really, really gotten a little ridiculous. I'm so excited that there are people out there like my friend who does nutrition addiction. Oops. Addict, sorry, addiction, nutrition. Um, there are nutrition. There are people addicted to nutrition. She does addiction, nutrition. Because there is a way to teach people to eat. And most of us have no clue how or what to eat or when. Just like we have no idea that when a doctor says, Oh, you're in pain. Here, take this pill. Then we need to be careful that our pain is physical and not emotional because our body doesn't know the difference. So when you take a sick body and you take food away from it and you take plants away from it and you take good drinking water away from it and just the basics, what do you think is going to happen? I know. You're going to make more money because you just made more problems. Stop and think about it. If you're listening to this and if you're still listening, then you care enough to hear what I had to say, which means that maybe, just maybe, you're one of those people who's going to say, no, 
no, I'm not going to be that doctor. I am not going to be that doctor who just follows the money. Because, folks, you can get money any way you want. You don't have to go to school for millions of years. You don't have to, sorry, not millions of years. You don't have to go to school for all those years. You can work in another field if you want to, and you can make just as much money, if not more. The universe is unlimited. There is an unlimited abundance for us all. But if we continue to be greedy and jealous and petty and small, we won't find it. Only those of us who choose to believe that in giving everything we can and have to everyone else and in sharing what we can with everyone else and still believing that we also deserve to have enough, we're going to have to do this all over again. Do you guys want to be the dinosaurs? Because we're darn close. Mother and father are going to come together and say, you know what? Done with you people. You can't get it right. Let's start over again. Because this is a waste of my time. We're not a waste of time. We have the power. And we are gathering together. And we know what our mission is. So, who's listening? Who's joining? Who's coming with us? Who's going to be the next person to share their empowered wisdom? To share their voice? And to share their truth? Because I'm not the only one out here who knows about this. I know you're out there. I know you hear me. And I know some of you are afraid to speak out. Guess what? You only have one life. Just live it. Do what feels right. Never give up and do what you're told to do because you're told to do it. Only do it if it feels 100% right and you are sure that this is the path for you. Do not allow anyone else to take that power from you. That power is yours. You are the master of your own destiny. And only you can abdicate that very, very auspicious title to someone else. It's your choice. You can be the master of your own destiny or you can be a sheep. And you can follow. And you can listen to what you've been told. Even when your mind and body scream, no, wrong, not okay. Listen to those clues. When a doctor offers you a medication and you don't 100% believe that you need it, have a discussion. He's not your boss. He's treating you. You are the customer. You may be relying on his knowledge, but don't forget your own. Don't forget that you have the power inside of you. That you can sit there and you can feel and you can reason and you can listen to his advice because we should all have somebody who gives us advice. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. But I'm a woman with a brain who can do research, who can learn just as well as anybody else. And I can make decisions for myself and my family. And I don't need anyone else to tell me what to do. Because it's not anyone else's business. I do me, and you do you. 
That is what we need this world to be like. We need to stop worrying about who's in this lane and who's in that lane and who has four candies and who has three candies and who has more food than me and who has a bigger car than me and who has more money than me. Who cares? You can have as much as you want. But as soon as you lose focus and you deviate by going off into the other path and, oh, he has more than me, she has more than me, it's over. You've given your power away and you have done exactly what everybody thought we would do. Are you ready to prove them wrong? Are you ready to take back your power and abdicate for yourself? Advocate, sorry, advocate for yourself. And advocate for those you love. I am. I am Terry, and I am here to share my voice for those who don't have one. My mother was one of those people. She was in a hospital room. She had no voice. And the alarms were going off. And nobody was coming. Because they were understaffed. And they were overworked. Luckily, my other half has a voice during his hospital stay. But my mother didn't. We were with her 24-7. You know why? Because she needed the care. Because the hospital we were paying all that money to was not taking care of her. They were allowing things to happen to her. They were allowing her to get out of bed and wander around even though the bed was weighted and alarms were going off. She had no voice. They wanted her to call them when she needed help. She had no voice. Literally, I'm not kidding. No voice. Her vocal cords were paralyzed. She could not speak. What? is going on in this world when those things are allowed to happen. And it's not just her. This happens to many people. This happens to many people. It's one of the reasons why I decided to become a minister. Because I knew that if someone needed me, I could be there. Because everybody's offered a minister in a hospital, right? Oh, well, I guess it depends. Depends on what the minister is. We don't even need to get into that one today. But everyone deserves fair treatment, they deserve love, they deserve care, and they deserve to be treated like human beings no matter what their illness or problem is. No matter what it is. I don't care if they're an addict. I don't care if they're an alcoholic. I don't care if they're contagious. I don't care if they're a leper. They deserve our humane and good treatment. So, are you seeing any correlations? If you happen to be someone who reads the Bible, why don't you go back and look? You might find something that looks a lot similar to this. And then you might ask yourself, are we doing our best? Or have we given up and let them take over the power? Have we lost our power? It's looking pretty bad right now, guys. I'm not really optimistic about what people are doing. So I'd really love to hear how many other people are out there saying, yes, I'm going to take it up and I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go sit outside that room. I'm going to go sit there and knit. I'm going to go sit there and read. I'm going to do what I have to do 
to make sure that my loved one is taken care of, to make sure that my loved one is not being mistreated, to make sure that my loved one is not being forgotten in a mountain of paperwork and baloney and excuses because, you know, it can be buried so easily. Uh Uh-uh, not on this lady's watch. I've seen too much, kind of like Pandora's box. You already let me in the door. I've already seen what you're doing, and I'm watching. I'm watching you very closely, and I'm reporting on everything that you do. So, I'd love to hear what my beautiful souls all think about this situation. And maybe you haven't thought about it. And maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe you just needed a little eye opener because maybe you haven't experienced it yet. And I pray you never have to. Because let me tell you, this is the kind of thing that nightmares are made of. People who've lived through the baloney and the crap and the ridiculousness that they are put through for money. Yeah, I said it again. Follow the money. People are being put through this crap to save a penny, to save a dollar. When did someone's life become worth less than a dollar? Think about it hard. Think about it. I literally spent the entire time my mother was in the hospital bringing her good, nourishing food because I knew that could be the difference between her life and her death. So that all the stress that I was going through on top of that, I needed to provide her food because the food that the hospital was being paid to provide in very large amount of money was crap. It wasn't nourishing her. It was making her sicker. Hmm. Ask yourself. It's a very large business. And what do we do when we run a business instead of a charity? Yeah. We start making things business decisions. So I want to ask you. Life and business decisions... When are we going to take them and make them separate? You cannot put a dollar amount on someone's life. You can't. It's ridiculous. It's unheard of. It's uncalled for. It's inhumane. And I, for one, am sick and tired of it. So, beyond notice, you'll be hearing from me often. I'm not quiet. I'm going to share my voice. So, let me know what you think. Let me know if you've ever experienced it. Let me know what your story is. I'm happy to share your story. Either way, I'm happy to, to discuss it with you. We are all, we're all adults here. If you have a story that points to something different, I would love to hear it. Because I'm open to hearing some great stories. I hope they're out there. But you can't prove it by what I've seen here. It's not pretty. 
And somebody needs to start standing up and saying, no, I'm not just going to follow what you say. I'm going to put that person's life first. I'm going to think about their life first. Thanks for listening, guys. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Go in peace. And please, join us at our table anytime with what you have to say.